they said they were leather. They weren't metal because they were metal. He wouldn't even be able to really carry them. He would have to carry them. I don't know what that Okay. Up to chapter three, which is fascinating, fascinating. Like, Perak, last time we finish off about the idea of Stam, the Hashivas of mitzvahs, and the importance of that, and where it plays in, and Simcha Shem Mitzvah, etc. Ryan switches now back to learning, to actual Torah learning, and in terms of the Mahalach, and somewhat of a, of a Mahalach Halimud, in terms of making sure that one maintains the Sipuk, the Avas HaTeira, the connection to Teira, even though it's much different, certainly in terms of quantity, that one's in Yeshiva, but how to make sure that it's going to still maintain some of that Sipuk in Yishmak. And there's a very, very um, few interesting points, which uh, we'll see very much discussed in terms of what a person should learn, how a person should learn. So he says that this switch that we spoke about last week or last time to Chavivas HaMitzvahs is one major change sort of a different track again the goal is the same connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Zvekas etc but certainly the Mahalach is going to be different but he says that when it comes to Limit HaTer itself which is certainly the Tamatar Kinegat Kulam aspect so there's certainly a tremendous paradigm shift in terms of how Limit is is done I said, particularly in the Lifteshi Yeshiva world Right, the stress is on the amkus of Torah. Right? It's not about accomplishing, not about finishing goals, not finishing to a certain point. It's really the amkus, the one, can, the deeper the one can go into the sugya, the better. And he says, there's no. It's not a really even almost a means to get to the clarity of the sugya. That's true. That's of course what that's part we're trying to get to. He says that. The actual immersion in Torah is part of the goal itself, if not maybe the primary goal. Meaning that when a person learns through a sugya, learns through a bean, so of course part of it is to get Pshat in the sugya and to get the Amkas of Pshat and Gemara's Tasis Rishenim. But that's almost like a Taitzah of the goal of learning, which is to be the mikvah of Torah. The mikvah of Torah is the person is immersing himself in and the Mikra Torah is about, he says, the Rizcha de Raisa and the total bittal of one's das and as much brain power as possible to, right, to, to the, connect the Torah through that. That's all part of what, what, what Lima Torah is about, what the goal of Lima Torah is about. Instead of uh, creating the right, right, in the Imik, right. Nice. So sleeping you're, in saying, the you're saying the idea is like the Shaku, like you had a three-hour morning Ian Seder. So the point is, at the end of the three-hour Seder, if you say, okay, now let's have a Sikum, so what does the Neishua say? Like, so, for sh- for, no, for sure, and for sure that's necessary. But then and you get confused with all the sheet and whatever, I'll do it. I really accomplish anything? Oh, <laughs> so, no, so, so for sure, the, 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 there's a goal and clarity in the Sugya, to get to understanding the Sugya according to the Shannon and the Chayim, for sure. But he says, but almost like an overarching goal is the fact that a person is immersing himself in Torah. And it says that that's why it changes a person. That's, that's what changes a person. When Chazal talk about the idea that a person is, is becomes a transformed person through the, the immersion in Torah of, of the of Torah itself, it, it's this aspect. 
Actually, the person is, is diving into the mikvah of Torah. So he says it's an intense and all-encompassing experience that more than anything else forges a ben Torah. That's really what creates a, Torah, a ben Torah, is by that connection to, to Torah itself. Memela, it, it, it really brings out the challenge and the difficulty. So if one is unable to attain that level of amkus and connection to Torah in the same way, the rishchadereisa, the the handling and learning, the connection to learning, the 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 involvement that it's all encompassing of what Torah is meant to be. So then, how does it happen? And is one missing out everything that Torah has to offer us? And maybe you'll get the other aspect for sure, which is very chosher in terms of 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 getting to the bottom of something, getting to the sikum of something. But if it's going to be in a much more limited, certainly in amkus, and certainly in in not just in in depth of Understanding, but depth of uh, lacking of depth of a person immersing himself, immersing himself in Torah, in, in the fullest sense of the word. So how does it happen? And it says particularly, it needs to have that immersion. It needs time. Right? When a person has three, four hours, like a morning seder, that so you have time to really put oneself into the sugya. And when it's when the tari seder is call an hour, doesn't have that ability. It's certainly not in the same way. Number one, number two, he says that. This is an interesting point. It says that the competitiveness, we call it the Rizcha Der Aista, which, which is part and parcel of creating this experience of, right, everyone has, has memories of, of screaming and learning at a Harustos, right? That, that aspect comes when, when, when one has that, that connection in the deepest way. And, and then the, the, the passion is brought out and the connection is brought out and if one doesn't have that ability to create to that level, it's also going to be lacking. It's also going to be something which is going to be missing. So then, how does one recreate that? And that's really the, the struggle that presents in terms of, of learning Torah. And unfortunately, the reality is, for many people, the whole limiter becomes something which is not necessarily on the top of the totem pole in terms of things that are important because it's hard to have that real connection to Torah when it's, again, shorter and it's quicker, doesn't have the amkus, doesn't have the rizcha de raisa, and it's, yeah, so then, okay, so then it becomes, so, the, the excitement's not there, the passion's not there, the enthusiasm's not there, so then how does one create that? That's really the challenge that Byron presents. So, he says, a mahalach, not the only mahalach, and we'll discuss maybe other raps, but it's something which is certainly talks to me very, very, in a very real way, and it's something which certainly addresses this in a very, in a very significant manner. And he says, it's not about what a person is learning; it's really how a person is learning. And Rav Aaron's suggestion and Eitzah is that it's cumulative learning. A person is is really building on understanding and. Those who are familiar with Kinnimisachta is very much built on this. You said right that it's all about that that the it's the the clarity that one has and it comes through Chazara and the whole point of how why Chazara is so important in, in this context. But it gives a marshal to really explain the concept of saying is the marshal. He says person has ten thousand dollars. Person someone gives him ten thousand dollars. He puts it into an account and he says that after the ten thousand dollars in the account. 
and the person then starts earning, earning slowly, $100, $100. So, but I said, every time you put $100 into the account, where it's now $10,100, $10,200, it feels like a chash of a because it's being added to a very chash of a thing, which it started with. But if a person wiped out the whole $10,000 and then put it into the account and lays $100 in there, so it doesn't feel so chash of. And second, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't, that, uh, adding up to something which feels a chash to it. So, the marshal uses that when someone has something which has a clarity, we'll use it whether it's masechta, whether it's a parak, could be it's a daf, that, that he has that, this is mine, I own it, something which I have a connection to, that he can add on to that, another masechta, with clarity. With, right? But if it's something which is not in the first place, the whole thing is flimsy connection to it. And we'll discuss tafiyim, he discusses that, that later on. He said there are certain miles that which other things don't have sort of the chabur aspect often in the, in the <coughs> connection to a peer group often has but other things don't have that but if, if it's if it's very shitchius in terms of the, the learning itself and a person doesn't really it's not really kind of something doesn't own something doesn't make it their own it's very hard to feel that sipak in terms of being able to then add on to it and now it's kind of another thing another bot another parak another masechta it says but when one has kinyanim in Torah and he says, he says there, there are four steps to having a Kenyan in Torah. He says, number one, first they realize that that even learning on a pshat level, saying basic pshat, is has a chashivas to it, right? Could be Gemara, could be Gemara Rashi, or just Gemara itself. But 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 understanding it and knowing it, and it right, doesn't have to have all the rishonim and achronim to, to say that now person was on something. That's number one. He says. It has to be something which has this clearly defined aspect to it. It could be a parak, it could be a, a masechta, it could be right something which is clearly defined. And number three is is the clarity, really getting clarity what, what I'm doing. And it may take longer, it may be slower, but it's 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 knowing it and, and, and really understanding it. And the fourth thing he says that is, is that is for the chazara. Is that once you have chazara, then to be able to go and and really chazara in, in in a real way and. and he says something which which is, is not so easy to do, but he says particularly if a person chazes it and speaks out in their, in their speaks out the, the the structure of the Gemara and the Shaka retire the Gemara and says, you know, for those who are here, let's see Fishman has a shrer um, calls himself I think Mr. Brian uh, Briner. Right? If, if you hear him learn, it's something to to, to dream about. Anyone ever heard him learn? He was here over Shuas, I think. Sure so Mamish so sat here for hours just straight. The Gemara says, Rash is coming along and saying, and Rashi says to Rava, Mamish speaking out as he's talking to, like, it was just so beautiful to hear, like Mamish, the, the clarity and the schmack and the connection to it. Mamish, the, the whole thing was like, as if someone was there talking, talking, he was talking to him, and like Mamish speaking every step of the Gemara, every step of Rashi, which that's when a person gets clarity in Torah, they can do that and they can speak it out and then they hazard it that way. And all this really comes to a Kenyan, someone owns something in Torah. And it, it's, it's, it makes all the difference in the world. The person owns something, then, like the Mashallah gave you, but now you're kind of something. It's a Masechta, it's a Perik, even a Daf. Okay, I own this, I can add another one and another one. Each one's Chashim in itself, There's something something there. But if, if one doesn't own anything, if one feels like they're, that they're just learning without ownership, doesn't have these aspects of, of, of number one, of clarity, of, of, of having something, a self-defined thing with Chazara and really getting to it. 
it's it's not it's not going to have the 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 foundation to be able to build off of that. So it's interesting, Maisa, with uh, one of the, one of my Rebbeinu Zechen have in the mirror, Rabbi Baruch Finkel. So Zevaron, as he learned with him, is the Harusa in 1972, and they were learning Sugi and and they learned Tesfus. Since the last Thursday it was very unclear Tesfus, and Sunday morning they came back to learn Tesfus again, and Rabbi Baruch Mamish had a master in Tesfus. So Zevaron was so what happened? Like how did you get <laughs> what happens? He says that. He couldn't, Mamish, he was looking at Tesis, he couldn't figure out Bechlal. So he went to an empty shul in a, near the mirror. And he says he stood on the bima and he taught Tesis 15 times to the empty crowd. And, and went to, and he says that he was kind of Tesis, he was, he was kind of it, and I knew it, and stunned it, he was able to give it over. So this musig of, of, of being able to really go over and over and over again with a certain clarity, and able to be kind of to own it, is really what it gives us a whole different level of Gishmak and Tayyar, and, and then one is built to build off of that. And he says, if I care, when, when a person can use Chazara for that purpose to really get clarity in something, they, they realize that the beauty of Chazara, and Chazara is not something which becomes a burden, if I care, it's a Hashivas to it, something which is great, and, and that really is, 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 is the whole connection to Torah comes particularly through that. And he says, this is, you know, the first step in Chazara, then he says, going, you know, trying to get once a week, maybe to what? So I, I probably just started Psachim with the Raisa, which I was, I've been doing it. I did it in Shabbos, and I'm going back to it now. I started Harusa. So it has every time, every Amid is the Chazal before, and then Shabbos, and then as a test every other week. So it's at least four times built in Chazara that they can get. So when you build in Chazara to, to a program, Dirish was the same thing. It's, it's if, if, if attack is done properly, it really gives it a, and a Kenyan through that, and then it's something which personally feel like I, I was I was kind of something I owned it. Right? I'm, I'm, first time I was basically uh, all I can do it. I was behind myself to take tests, and I want to take tests. So, you know, the, the test every other week now, and and to behind take tests. Tests force a different level of clarity, a different level of understanding, and like different level of ownership. And a person can walk away with the test, and hopefully they do well in the test. They feel like wow, I was I was kind of something. I really I, I own it. I, I, it gives is a you know, a different level of, of, of connection to it. And he says that you know, this idea is really the way the one has can have the connection to even if it's you, on a short amount of time, it could be an hour a day, but one can have this aspect where it really gains tr- tremendous amount. And it says a person can have also an Ian Seder as well. This is that's certainly that one can have that. It's only a tremendous mile to that. But Certainly, the the Ica learning doesn't have to necessarily be that way, but it still can have the tremendous mile of connection to Torah. The last point he mentions in terms of this war, like in terms of, of of how he mentions, you know, the the discussion about Dafyemi. He says that Ryan feels that the, that one of the main advantages of Dafyemi is having the group dynamic element of it, peer pressure and expectations of of, of each other, and, and especially when there's a chabura and doing it together, and each person has to mechayin themselves to it. He says it's, it's certainly, for some people, it's very necessary, very helpful, very good for them. And there's chayvus to that itself, is whether it's chayvus of the daf, chayvus of, of, of the chabura, chayvus of the uh, trend. And for some people, that can be the most important thing. It's hard to say that every person is the same. But lemaisa, the, the, the the other, the flip side of that is that going to be when it's not going to be with the same level of, of understanding and the same level of being kind of it. 
it, it, it also it's lacking this aspect of Kenyan. And as the mile of Kenyan is that a person can really attain something and own it, and there's a certain tremendous geschmack in that, even without the, the amkus and the e and the cetera, the geschmack of, of, of Kenyan is something which has a tremendous mile to it. And ends off the chapter with a, with like a chizuk. It says that the part of the upside in in the, the learning that takes place and a person doesn't have the same amount of time and luxury of, of doing things in, in a much slower, more deliberate, eendic manner. He says, the nice flip side is the flip side of You also have the, the, the difficulty. It's, it's more challenging. It's challenging, number one, to make the time, challenging to use the time properly, challenging to learn things which are going to have that. And that's certainly a, a, a hush point, which you can't, you can't, you can't, uh, you can't ignore that. And that certainly brings a certain mile to that. And the, the, the last point he says, which the mile is, is the, is the lishma. Where he says that, you know, certainly when a person in yeshiva, there are other aspects of lishma which can come up, whether it's competition and other people. He says, certainly of when a person's learning and they're making, and they're struggling and trying to find time and to find the effort and the ability to learn, he says the it's, it's being done for a much more pure Motive, hopefully, it's pure lishmat against connection to Torah and Dekadosh Baruch through that. So that's some of the advantages that that has. But leaving that, the the main focus of 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 this really is in terms of how a person can use their time in learning Torah, and particularly the aspect of Kenyan, Kenyan really really owning something and and using that time, and and as a result, having a certain a tremendous kashmak in in the limud Torah, which can won't necessarily um, be the same in terms of how when a person is learning much more eendic, etc. There's a certain mile to that, which in Echlami, that, that, that takes time, it takes much, much more ability than one normally has when they're learning a limited amount of time. But this other aspect, which which something which is is available and is possible, even in a more limited fashion, a more limited amount of time, something which is certainly very chashim, something which is very valuable, and the more than one can do that, they can have a tremendous geschmack and a sipik from Torah, which uh, even, even sometimes, in a sense, more like Rikha mentioned before, that sometimes when a person is learning, they don't have this even the same clarity because it's it's, 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 there's so many aspects there, and, and to really get a wrap it all up, put it all together is hard. But here, when it's you know, focused on Gemara, Gemara, Rashi, you know, just like knowing it, understanding it, and mincreating it, and chazering it, and really that has that aspect of really being able to, to wrap it up, to put it together, and hopefully through that it can be a tremendous uh, seat book and a tremendous connection to the terror that is available and hopefully can take advantage of in the uh, most profound way. Because if you're only focused, if you're focused on the 